All right, here we go. We've got another episode of Talking Dodgers. Max, Aaron, how you guys doing? Good, 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 my man. Doing great. It's a great Saturday. It is a great Saturday. Yes. It's beautiful out. For those who are in the, you know, cold winter, it's like 72 degrees out here in L.A. Can't complain. We are not complaining at all. <laughs> I know I'm not. All right, well, let's try to jam-pack this episode. We've let's got a lot it. of stuff to talk about. First yep. thing is, on the agenda, spring training has finally started. We got our finally. first couple games. Got the game See on the right Dodgers now. in action. So let's talk about it. I mean, right let's now, go. let's just let's go for the big one right now. Yep. So Dodgers outscored the Padres in the first two games. It was the Dodgers scored 18 runs. The Padres scored two. Correct. Awesome. Let's talk about it. So first game, Aaron, what'd you see? First game, uh, first inning. What an explosion. What a way to start the season. I mean, eight runs, first inning. Um, I think the first seven batters, if my memory serves, it's a couple days ago now, it's first seven batters reach base. Yep. Uh, we knocked out Musgrove. He didn't even get an out he after 24, 25 pitches. His ears weren't lubed up enough. <laughs> I hate that guy. Anyways, that's another story. He he talked a lot of trash about us when he was on the Astros. Yeah. So, and now he's a Padre, obviously. But anyways. And um, likes to cheat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We can get into that another time, but for sure, uh, what an explosion! I mean, yeah, you know, you, you get half your regular season guys, and then you get half the guys in the lineup that are probably not going to be there because they're AAA, double A guys. Yeah, they all trading or the trading pieces, possibly. Yeah, very possible in a few months, uh, July trade deadline. But I'll tell you what. Very exciting to see that. I mean, uh, I, I'm sitting there like getting ready for work and stuff, and I'm watching it on my phone, and I had to stop a couple of times. And then uh, Padlow, who is new to the organization, I think he was with the Angels and somebody else in the last couple of years. He's kind of like a career minor leaguer guy. He just murdered an off-speed pitch into the left field seats. I think it was a 430 feet. And, uh, I mean, they were off and running. Yeah. What a, what a great what great way to start. Yeah. I mean, it's our – yeah, and and I know it's spring training, and you know it's kind of like you know you can't really judge every single thing off of the first two games because everyone's kind of still getting their getting their feet underneath them and stuff like that, and, you know. But correct, it's normally isn't it normally like pitchers are normally ahead of the hitters in the first game because the pitchers and catchers For show a up while earlier. They are, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's the other way around. The hitters are well, ahead it of the pitchers. Depends on who you talk to, I guess. I think if you talk to old school baseball guys, like I remember Rick Monday the other day, I was catching some of the. Uh, the telecast on, on my drive, actually, just listening to it. And he was talking about usually pitchers are ahead of the hitters. So I think it all depends. Yeah, they say you know? they say the hitters are always ahead because right now the pitchers are kind of like they're, they're experimenting, they're getting into the groove. Trying to get That's their arms they, back. They, yeah, they're trying to get yeah. their, their – their, they, they need, you know, the yep. four to five starts. As Easily. you get closer to the end of spring training, the, they're really honing in on their repertoire and stuff yep. like that. So. Yep. And their bullpen sessions are dictating a lot of that, not yeah. even in actual gameplay because exactly, they're only yeah. pitching one inning, maybe two. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of good stuff. <laughs> I, I'm not even a Dodger fan, but you, if you want to come out with a bang and be like, let everybody put everybody on notice, especially after, you know, all the hype of the offseason. Especially against that the Padres, is ha- <laughs> <laughs> You guys really got to explain to me this hatred of the Padres Well, thing. we don't really hate them. They hate us more than we hate them. It's okay. almost like they hate themselves, though. It's kind of... <laughs> They're like the little brother. So, 
Okay, okay. I, yeah. I understand that. It's with the uh, Red Sox-Yankees, you know. Yeah, you guys had that thing over the Red Sox for years. So. Yeah. yeah, but it's different, yeah. though, because the Dodgers have always had the Giants. And so the Padres— That's our true rival. Yeah, the yeah, Padres, look, they've been looking for oh, yeah. somebody for, you know, it's really just the Dodgers. They can really go after the Dodgers. And so they're, oh, okay. right, you know, they're right down the street. Got to— gotta... And they're, they're a GM, uh, or maybe he's VP of operations now, kind of like Friedman. He's from L.A. He grew up a Dodger fan. So— okay. Yeah, he he's trying to compete, and as we know, that's not really happening. So, yeah. but well, yeah, it was but great that's to how see you that come happen. out and and put everybody on notice oh, that man. this offense is going to be scary. And I think Otani Otani wasn't even there. It's no, like, this no. is going to be a scary Freddie offense. Freddie Freeman wasn't Freddie in Freeman, first game. Yeah, yeah. No Will Smith. No Max Muncy. If you're so. a pitcher coming in and you're not. 100% focus, like if it's a playoff game or quote unquote your World Series, like Bet said, yeah. you're going to get embarrassed playing the Dodgers. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is even more magnified because of the attention with Otani and Yamamoto, the international signings. Um, these games are being broadcasted over to Japan and probably a bunch of other countries as well. So, I mean, the Dodgers are probably, I would say, the most talked about team in sports right now. I, I can, I, would say I can't so, imagine. Yeah anyone else being up there and we're not even we're still three weeks away from the regular season starting right yep well i mean if you're going to start a preseason start it by scoring 18 runs exactly against your wannabe rivals <laughs> the wannabe right. rivals i like how you put that let's talk about the next topic we got going on let's go so gavin lux finally back so yes first game back since you know destroying his knee um, mm. and he didn't play shortstop, he just DH'd, but he at least got one hit, um, you know, and it was good for, to see him out there, it was good to see him actually playing baseball, because right, I mean, he's supposed to be the future at shortstop, and he was supposed to be the, we were supposed to see him last year, we obviously we didn't get a chance to see him, so we had Rojas playing majority of shortstop. Right. Um, some Chris Taylor, and that's really not the excitement you're looking for in that position, you're looking for, you know, Potential, someone that you like, you think can be an actual all star, can be oh, yeah. a franchise changer, and that's kind of what the Dodgers banked on with Lux. I mean, it's a reason why, hundred percent. You know, they didn't, you know, they didn't keep the other two fabulous all stars we had prior to that, and they let them walk to yep. go to other teams and stuff like that because they had Gavin Lux has been sitting, which there. was a bold move, by the way. Yeah, you let Seager and Trey Turner go. Two all stars. I, I, I get Trey Turner. It's Seager still bugs me because he came up in your organization. I know. But you had Trey Turner sitting there, and then you also had Gavin Lux sitting there. And yep. then, you know, the Dodgers probably thinking in the future, they were thinking, we're going to go for Shohei. We need that money, whatever the case is. It, it makes sense if you think about it. I mean, for, for me, with, with Lux, he's the more dynamic option at that position. Right now, the, uh, out of those three, yeah, at, well, out of uh, out of the no, out of the newer options, out of the newer options, of, yeah, a Rojas or yeah. Chris Taylor, yeah, he's younger, a he's a more explosive hitter, yeah, and he's an athlete. He can run for days. Well, we, um, think, we hope he still is an athlete. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Obviously, being able to stretch it out from first to third or first to home or anything, but right. that will be the true test. But I, I guarantee you, he's been doing that. Yeah, you know, when we don't see it. With all that work's being done, we don't see. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was excited to see him. He didn't do much offensively. I know he... He got one hit. He got a hit. Um, I think he got... I think he walked, too. Um, yeah, it might have been... He might have been one for one for one or one for two. Right. Um, I don't think he played on Saturday. Did he play? I don't think I he's mean, playing I'm sorry, right I don't, now. No, he is playing right now. 
I believe. Is he playing in this game right now? I heard he was going to play today. I'm sorry. I heard he's going to play today, which is Saturday. He didn't play Friday, right? Yeah, that he was talking about having a day off. Yeah, right? but I think Sunday, Roberts or Roberts came out and said Sunday he's supposed to shortstop. Right. So, Are you guys expecting him to have like a breakout year? I yeah. mean, we hope. He should, he should see a lot of good pitches in this line. Especially if he's even hitting eighth or ninth. He's yeah. still, I mean, Yeah, because Betts is God. right at the top in Freeman. You don't, you, right. you don't want to get him on no. walk yeah. him or anything I like mean, that. I mean, I... I, I I don't want to throw out a bunch of crazy numbers, what I think he can do, but, I mean, two years ago, he hit around 240, 250. He didn't show a lot of power, um, but he doesn't really necessarily need to. I think for him— He bulked up this offseason, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard he was training with Otani, too, so that probably is going to help him. I mean, hey, you know, we'll take 12 home runs from Lux and 50 RBIs, and for me, it's a solid defensive thing. Because I know he's had issues with throwing. And then we got to see his lateral movement from side to side. Right. How that knee's going to be able to... That's always a thing with ACLs. That's well, it's going to be tricky. With his throwing, though, because he was playing second base. And second base, yep. I, I feel like he thought about it too much. And that's kind of the reason why he had like he was throwing them all over the place. Throwing them True. high, throwing them off. I mean, there's a couple games I know that he pulled off... Uh, uh, either Freeman or it was Muncie. I can't remember who was actually playing first at the time. Maybe it was before we got Freeman. I don't remember. I think it was pulled Friedman off the bat a couple times. He did. But it was because he, you know, at shortstop, you got to, you get it and you throw. You get it and you throw. You get it and you throw. Second yep. base, there's a lot of times you're sitting there just pumping, pumping, pumping. And you then can he would take throw. a couple of pumps before you throw because right. you're closer to the bag. So you don't have to worry about the runner being as fast. And typically, um, for him, it's, you know, he's a natural shortstop. So yeah. he finally, this is his big moment. Last year was supposed to be that, but obviously with the injury, that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, this year, yeah, we're all very curious to second see. Second base is, is I played a lot of second base uh, in yeah. my previous life, and it is a it is a tricky throw because it's kind of like it the is. short throw for a quarterback. It's you would think it's the easiest throw, but like Robbie said, excellent point. You're, you're you, you a lot of times you have time, and then you're like you're in your head, it's all about and touch. You, you know, next thing you know, you chop knob block it. It's like over the first baseman's head, or I remember it's that. low, and it's just like it's a simple throw, but you make it. More complicated than it really is. Back yeah. in the '80s, uh, Steve Sachs. Steve Sachs, Steve Sachs was yeah, the worst. Yeah, I think yeah. I've ever seen. And he had been playing second base. Yeah. For some reason, he had the ips. Yeah. And they just forgot how to throw to first base. But like Robbie said, when you're crazy. at third base or shortstop, you know you got to rip it. You just it's just muscle memory, and you yeah. just go. Yep. And it's it it it's I don't know. It's weird. When I played third, I, I loved the hot corner. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the greatest third baseman, but I loved the action. Yeah. And I knew. You don't really have time to trust your feet. It's all hands at third base. Yeah. And I didn't have the strongest of arms, but I had a strong enough arm. Yeah. Um, like you said, you grip it and rip it. Second base, you have a little time to think. Yeah. That's where you can, especially in tight games, right? Late innings, close game, tie game. Turn definitely the double don't want play. that. So hopefully his, his arm strength is there and he's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll be there. Yep. Um so let's let's do a prediction really fast and what we think his lines are going to be at the end of the season. I like predictions. Let's go. I'm going to go first. I think he's going to bat 270. I think he's going to be just shy under 20 home runs. Oh, that's a I th- pretty bold prediction, yeah, I think so because he, right. he's a good contact hitter. He's been bulking up. Um, he's going to, if as long as he can stay healthy, he's going to be the number one option at shortstop. So I think he's going to get a lot of playing time. And to your point, if he's actually batting ninth, and they don't want it to turn around, they're going to pitch to him. He's going to get pitches. 
So I mean, if your option is, you yeah, know, either you pick, yeah, you pitch to Lux or you pick or you pitch to Betts, they're going to pitch to Lux. So he's going to yep. get his hits. I think he's going to come out hitting the ball pretty well. So it's going to be. I'm excited for it. So you're saying 270 around batting average and a right around 20 home run mark. Little, I think he's going to be just shy under maybe 18, 17 or 18 around uh, there. I home mean runs. that's okay. I mean, now think about that step. So look at what we had at shortstop last year. Well, what, what's the most? If you if you added Chris Taylor when he was playing shortstop and, and you Rojas, had Rojas, maybe what and, five home runs? And then the what? It's, uh, <laughs> Betts played 17, 18 games at shortstop, but he might have hit a home run. Or he, something I'm like sure that. he probably did because he had thirty nine total. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sure saying there you, was a couple there. If you added all the home runs that came from shortstop, Max, can we can yeah, we crunch those numbers? Right yeah, I think Lux is going to have he's going to exceed that. Just I in like his that, Robbie. Time. I like it. I mean, you know. Um, I won't go as bold as 270, but I, I, if, if 250, 260, 12 to 15 homers, 55, 60 RBIs, what I'd love to see is obviously with that knee, with his speed, or you hopefully lead, he still has that. Well, I mean, triples would be great, but more like stolen bases, too. Yeah, now that that's a... Uh... I bet you they don't have him steal a lot. I bet you they're going to... if. They're going to let him, because hmm. I think the season's still rehabbing for him. I don't think he's going to try to stretch a lot of things out, which is kind of maybe the, one of the reasons why he might be swinging for the fences a little bit more. I mean, we'll take either, right? We're going to yeah. take, we, we, we'll take the dingers, we'll take stolen bases, high on base percentage. Um, hopefully he gets a little bit of walks here and there. I don't think he's, as a lot of left-handed hitters, as you know, very susceptible to the pitch up and the pitch down. A yeah. lot of off-speed stuff down. So down and away. Down, down and away or down and in. So if they can lay off that stuff, and who knows, right, with with the lineup that we have, with Mookie hitting, you know, top of the lineup and back and Lux hitting um, ninth, he's probably going to see a lot more fastballs. I don't think he's going to get too many off-speed yeah. pitches in the dirt because the, the pitcher's going to want to stay ahead of him. Because you don't want, obviously, then you don't want Lux yep. on base with bets. <laughs> right. Who, you know, he had over 100 RBIs last season. <laughs> That's right. 39 homers. 39 homers, 107 RBIs, hit over 300. So, I mean, I'm thinking, oh, we got a double there. Was that Teoscar? Sorry, in-game yep. uh, analysis. It's not looking good. It's all right. So, Max, did you have those inning. numbers? Four to one. <laughs> Give me a moment. Okay. Because you got to split them out by position, not just what they hit overall. I think right. for Lux, right. it's going to be Taylor played all too. over the field, you know? He did. Yeah. He always does. Yeah, I'll probably have would... that for you <laughs> later in the show. That's fine. You don't need to know. Uh, I mean, it's uh, kind uh, of a, it's kind uh, of a, it's kind of a, uh, it's a weird ask to get. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I think Lux. Yeah. To kind of sum up Lux, I think he's going to have that year that we were hoping for last year, and all it's going to do is make this lineup that's already dangerous even more dangerous because now you're going to add somebody in that shortstop spot yep. that can produce some offense. Uh, didn't get a lot of that last year. We didn't. I mean, one thing that was that great defense, but yeah, yeah. Rojas he makes contact. I don't think he struck out a lot last no. year. But the problem is, like, he's not. You know, he's not hitting over the fence. He's not. He didn't really hit in the gap a lot. He had five like, homers last year. Five homers, right. which I think is five more started. than he had the year prior to that. Because I don't think he had a homer it, the year prior to that. Oh no, he had six. Right. Six yeah, last six. year or this year? No, six in 22 and five in 23. Oh, man, I'm and like you said, the strikeouts okay. are ridiculously low. 48 strikeouts uh, last year, 61 the year before. And we'll, yeah. We definitely like he doesn't strike out we at all. We like contact, high on base percentage. He may not need to. I mean, he's going to probably fill in here and there, hopefully for Lux here and there, just to give him a rest, give him a mental day off. Yeah. My thing with Lux is going to be a mental thing too. Like, is he going to be able to play 
four or five, six days in a row. I, you know, you know I don't I mean? think they're going to do that with him. I Not think, at first. Because you, you're going to want Rojas to be fresh also. Right. And then, you know, hopefully if some of the rumors are true, you might get Kike in there, apparently. But There are rumors. There are rumors. We'll but see. you're going to want to rest that knee. Because if he's going to be the future of the franchise, at least a, a piece of it, and he's still really young, you have him in arbitration for quite a, a few more years. He's only, what, 25, 26? Yeah, I'm not too sure. We'll, we'll rely on Max for that. So you're yep. gonna you're gonna want to baby him a little bit. So I could see him. Maybe he does two, three games in a row. Rest him. Two, three games in a row. You rest him. I think that's probably what's gonna that. happen. And also, it's gonna depend on what stretch they're in. If you're playing like ten games in a row or something like that, you're gonna rest him maybe a little bit more as opposed yep. to you know maybe you got three games in a row, then you got a day off. Then maybe he or might maybe play there's an off day yeah. like. On that, you know, they they have a three game series. They have Thursday off, so maybe rest him. Yeah, Wednesday, so, Thursday, have him start the Friday night game or whatever. Sure. Yeah. So, um, Rojas's birthday is actually today. Happy birthday, Miguel Rojas. He's thirty five. He's thirty five oh, now. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's up right now. <laughs> Lux is up right now, though. <laughs> Lux is <laughs> up right now. He's up right now. It's oh, two for two. We we did have uh, we started the inning with. With uh, Teoscar Hernandez, I think, getting a double. But guess who was up after that and who made the first out? I'll, I'll give you a wild guess. Give me. Barnes. Nailed it. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. No, it was. It was. Oh. oh. Okay. All right. Glad we just did that. Okay. Hey, hey, he went the other way. I like that. Yeah. For a lefty, he went to the left side he of the He hit it so the hard, mound. the third baseman bobbled it. <laughs> but he still got out. All right. So I think we're done That's with That's our Lux. in-game analysis right now with Lux. It, so. He grounded out to third base, by the way. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. So next topic is the fifth starter. So a couple episodes Uh ago, we talked about what the rotation could look like, and we basically took Emmett Sheehan and we put him in the fifth spot. Um, For now. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's because of what happened last year. He, out of all the rookies that came up, he was the second best behind um, Bobby, Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller. Yep. Um, he did have a game that he flirted with the no-hitter for a little bit, so we figured he was the fifth yep, spot. I remember that. Really fast. Let's just go over the four in front of him really quick before we start talking about the fifth spot. So you've Let's got, do it, Robbie. you got Glass now. Um, you've got uh, Bobby Miller. You've got, obviously, Yamamoto. Yep. And then we're talking about Paxson, right? Walker Correct. Bueller. Bueller's not going to be ready in the start. Bueller, they, the spring training, he is you have not going to be available. You have a whole other starting rotation so that's we'll going to be slowly coming in through the year. That's true. Know. That's a good you've way to Bueller, put it. You've got Bueller, you've got yeah. May, you've got Kershaw. You've got another top three. As long as they're ready for the playoffs. We basically have two starting rotations right now. <laughs> yeah. That's Which ridiculous. could be in... <laughs> Yeah, what a bummer. Shout out to Doug McCain at the Dodger Nation. He would say, an embarrassment of pitches. They say you need six to eight always, right? Right, but we pretty much have like ten. Yeah. <laughs> that is ridiculous. And I'm thinking Yamamoto is probably going to do every six day for maybe the first month or two yeah. to get him acclimated and bring him in kind of like the Mets did yeah. for Kodai Senga last year. I yeah. still think they're going to go six, man. It doesn't make any sense to go five, but... I'd be cool with the six man. I would be too. I don't understand why we they have, have to the come arms. Out and just commit it. It's an arms race. Let's go. All right. So we got our four. So let's talk about the fifth really fast. Yep. So we had Sheehan penciled in, you know, with pretty, you know, pretty thick uh, lining. Sure. That we thought he was the fifth starter. But now you got some performances that are coming in spring training. Uh, let's see. We got. Who are we talking about here? We Gavin got, Stone? Well, Gavin we got, Stone. Gavin first Stone. Off. He pitched the first game. Yeah. He, yeah. he looked great. Gavin Stone and uh, Michael Grove pitched the first game. Yep. Grove, I think, they both did look really basically good. did the same, right, stat-wise? 
Yeah, they both didn't give up much. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> Padres didn't score much the whole game. No. So it might have been a little easy for him. Yeah, Stone had a couple of strikeouts. He went from a two and a half pitcher guy, uh, pitch, pitch guy last year. Now he's got five pitches that he's working with. So something tells me he's going to be a very viable option for us this year. Yeah, either he's a, a viable option or he's a viable trade piece for right. something that comes up down the road. Could be. And same thing with Grove. But then also, I forgot about Knack. Uh, yeah, he kind of came on late in the season last year, and I, I, I kind of forgot about him because there was a point in the stretch where I was so busy with life and work and, yeah. and music stuff. There was about a week and a half to two weeks there. I was barely catching up on games and just final scores. Yeah. And then I'm like, who's this Landon Knack guy? Oh, we just scored, by the way. Oh, uh, Landon Knack, who struck yeah. out four. Yeah. In two innings. Yeah. In two, two innings. innings. I mean, so, I know he's he's been talked about. He's been... A thing they've been talking about for a couple of years. And right. Whether he's a trade piece, we'll see. But would definitely like to see more from him. Yeah. I mean, right now, if you talk about these four pitchers right there, I mean, these are four solid uh, up and coming pitchers. Absolutely. And I know that spring training, obviously, we just talked about how it just started. Some, you know, we've, I guess we've come to the conclusion that Max might be right, that pitchers are behind everybody. Uh, but still, like to come in, strike yeah. out four and two innings, impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Uh, Definitely you know, take that. Gavin Stone came in. Um, what what's what was Stone's uh, stats in the first game? Max up. Stone. Yeah. He one strikeout. I remember for sure. And I'll give you one inning. I think he didn't even have a hit. No, I don't think so. I think wow. Okay. Stone. Yeah. Um, That's a small he, sample one size. One strikeout. One inning, no hits. Grove gave up one hit and walked one and struck out one in his one inning. Right. Sure. Yeah. And these guys are only going to be doing one inning right now because they're still yeah, getting they ramped up. Yeah, they got to build up. You got to yeah. ramp up. You do two innings, then four, and then This week, you know, like five, after six, game six or seven, you'll see them still throw two innings. Yeah. yeah. Those will start moving ahead. Pitch count will be at like, you know, 30 or 40. Yeah. So moving well, it on up. It's an exciting thing to watch, especially in spring training, because as they it. solidify, you know, what the rotation is going to look like, yes. who you're, who you're actually going to be on the roster when uh, the season opener actually hits. Yep. These, this, I think, is the top four pitchers to watch as far as obviously starting rotation. But you know, I could see them keeping Michael, uh, Michael Grove in the bullpen, kind of get making maybe making him a longing <clears throat> uh, pitcher. <laughs> Possibly the scene with that or the thing with Emma yeah. Sheehan because they were doing that with him towards the end of the season, um, and I also believe I mean they used that's how they used him in the one playoff appearance he came in after Kershaw after Kershaw uh, blow up. Yep, Robbie, you you nailed it, Pakoda. That's how exactly how they're projecting it. Grove and Stone as fill-in starters, long men. We don't um, need Pakoda. Sixty-three innings pitch, sixty innings pitch for both. You know, in that sixty innings pitch that makes sense kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they could, and they're, they're going to be probably used different ways. They could start. They can, uh, you know, come in in the fourth inning if it's just you know, piggyback off of another starter. Piggyback they can off piggyback off of each other, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I mean that's that might and be then something save the they bullpen, do. Yeah, right. Save those arms. I mean that's what they're gonna have to do with uh, who's the guy? Who's the other pitcher that they picked up last year? Pitches uh, eighty-eight miles an hour. We talked about him. He's another starter. Oh, Yarbrough. 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 Lefty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Yar- they got to figure out what they're gonna do with Yarbrough because right. he's. Normally a starter, but they they made him. He piggybacked off of Kershaw for a while. He did. Yeah, as a long and, man. Yeah, as a long man. And that's either they're going to trade him or they're going to keep him on the rotation. Or they got to keep him somewhere because I, I love, don't think he's he's out of options. I don't think they probably, can keep him yeah. down. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of options, we have a lot of optionality, if you will. Oh, um, not to use it there. We're using a word that they're using. I'm I'm not really like coming up with that, but it, it it's true though. You pass can pass that bring... off to someone else. Should have <laughs> exactly. Good, good call. I, well, you know. 
I definitely think that a lot of those guys that we're talking about here, if not all of them, can come in and start. They can come in in the middle of the game. Um, if we need him to get a guy out here because the, the you know the analytics say let's get this guy because we like his pitches over his hitting, throw him in in the, in the sixth inning, seventh inning against one or two guys. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you know we have not had this many options in I don't know probably ever to be honest with you with the amount of talent. I don't know. It seems like the Dodgers always have talent. That's why I feel like we're spoiled. Oh, we're like, there's certainly never spoiled. like a drought of like who could actually be a, who could be one of the starting pitchers coming up this season. Who could be playing a certain position, outfield, infield. It seems like we always got some like phenom in the wings just waiting to come in, which is the perfect transition for our next topic, which is what do you know? Uh, Miguel Vargas. All right, so let's move on to Miguel Vargas. Let's get to fast. Vargas. So Vargas had his shot last year at second base, and he, he did. obviously he didn't he didn't get it. Um, Max, what was Vargas' stats last year, really quick? If you could pull that up, I, it was not impressive. I'm pretty sure he was under 200. Didn't, didn't he come in as a you know? He was a starting second baseman. He was he he won the job hot, at hot, second base. Hot prospect. Yeah. yeah, but we talked so last yeah. year. He um in uh 303 no 256 at bats. He had 50 hits, seven home runs. He batted 195. Uh, 32 RBIs, three stolen bases. <laughs> well, and you are better than Barnes. He only slugged 367, and his OPS was 672. Yeah, that's not going to cut it. It's not oh, going to cut. It, but let's no. also we talked about him a little bit. And how many games though? Well, let's not forget. Like he didn't really have a spring. Remember, he had a he had something he had that in his hand. Thumb issue. The thumb issue. Was. He wasn't yeah. swinging at pitches. He was only 24 pitches, years old. Right. Yeah. He's, a, he's still a kid. But he was in the oh, conversation yeah. to be Rookie of the Year last year. Yeah. So now, let's fast forward to now. Like, there's no spot for him in the infield, because guess who's playing second base? Mookie Betts. You're yep. not going to push him off. You're not going to put him at third, short, or first. So his only option is outfield. And so... Pretty much left field. Pretty much left field. That's it. And he's been working with a Dodger great, in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, Number 16. Yeah, Andre Ethier, yeah. which is good. So he's been working with Ethier in the offseason to work on his uh, defense and get, you know, basically work on another shot to get on this roster, get in there and start showing him what they what he can do. So I I mean I'm excited for it. I don't think there's room. I mean, we talked about this like for the amount of players we've talked about as far as like who's gonna be on the roster when you talk about Varga or um oh, sorry, Rojas and you talk about um uh oh. Chris Taylor, and then you got Barnes, and then you've got um, who's sharing a right field? Uh, Hayward, Margot. Hayward, and Margot. So yep. there's there's four guys right there yep. that are already gonna basic. They're gonna <clears throat> be on the roster. Um, so I don't know if there's a spot to carry Vargas unless um, somebody gets hurt. Do they keep? Or is, there, is there five people? On well, the I think bench? they have like what, what do they call it? Like a taxi squad, like a, a like yeah. emergency. You yeah. know, players still just doing in that case with co- because of COVID. I think so. I think so, but I don't know what the fact I, check that one. Yeah, yeah, let's let's fact check that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know for for Vargas, he had moments where I was like, oh, this kid can hit. Oh, he's a pretty good athlete. I think he had a game he went four for four, didn't he? Three. For I want to say four. I want to say yes. Then there was also a game to, to the flip side of that. There was he was he forgot to cut off the throw from the outfield and he let the ball go in to. Like the pitching mound, the catcher like had to come up to the pitching mound. I think it was Will Smith or Barnes, um, and a runner ended up scoring. He just looked kind of disinterested, and after he, that, I think it's pretty much his downfall. And then he got sent back to AAA, and then he was done for the rest of the year. He like he didn't get a call up again. Yeah, which I thought. So I think that, there was a hustle was thing there. He pissed a lot of people off. 
You think that's what it was? Was it? Because I don't. Well, it was probably a combination of things because he wasn't hitting very well. But I remember that play uh, explicably. I don't remember who it was against, but I remember just because we played it. You know, it's like, yeah, how did you not even try to cut that ball off, dude? Hmm. You know, I mean, I understand sometimes depending on your runner and your scouting report. If you're not going to cut the ball off, let it go through. I get it, but typically you want to cut the ball off. So, um, I don't remember that game. I thought I saw. I don't remember who was against though. That's the problem. You know, probably May ish. So less than a year ago, but yeah, I'm getting older now. Memory's not as great. I forgot what you already said. <laughs> what did you just say? Anyways, uh, so Vargas. I mean, yeah, optionality left field. Let's see. I mean, maybe Ethier can pull some magic out of his hat, and he'd be another option for us. And if somebody goes down with an injury, which inev- inevitably, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, let's. Maybe he makes the team. We'd, you know, we'd love so to think, see the homegrown guys stay. We don't want to have to ship them out. Yeah. So you think it's left field, though? Yeah. I, I, from what I've heard, he's it's just left field for now. I mean, maybe they're working with him when we don't see it, when the cameras aren't on and, and right. the backfields. So maybe he's right field. I definitely don't think it's center field. I think center field is definitely locked down by Outman. And Margot can also play center field. Right. That's one of the reasons why we got Margot, too. It's most, mostly for his defense, not really his hitting. Right. So he can save a lot of runs for us. Yeah. Well, it's another person to watch um, as far as spring training uh, because, you know, out of all these guys that we see coming up, um, he obviously is probably one of the most well-known as far as, like, talent, at least offensive and defensive High profile, for sure. High profile because of the stuff, uh, this you know, the press and everything that he got last year and then the hype of last year. Yeah. If he can somehow – get back to that form that he was before obviously the start of the season or even the start of spring training really last year. Yeah. And I mean, it's just another future option unless they're like, unless, unless the goal is to build them up, but and build them up and trade them. But one of the things that they have in the outfield is really only one long-term locked in position right now, which is Outman. Yeah. Everybody else you have there is this one year contract. Exactly. Yeah. Altman's going to be there on a rookie deal I think, yeah. for another three years. Hayward's a one year. Yep. Uh, what's uh, Teoscar's? Is it? He's one year he's too. He's a one year. Yeah. So there's really no future in the outfield besides Altman. Right. And so if the idea is to get Miguel Vargas some That's a very good point, Robbie. and then some playing time in the outfield, yep. you're building up your future outfielder if, if he works out. The problem that I think that was always with Vargas, though, it wasn't him making contact. It was basically he didn't really have a lot of power. I believe I could be wrong. I don't think he has a lot he of power. Showed some moments of power. Right. He's supposed to be a better contact hitter than a power hitter. That's what right. he was known for. But I don't think minors. you look for that in your outfield. I don't think you look for your contact hitter in your outfield. We have so much power, power in the in first like five or six positions or for, for, uh, yeah, first that's true. Uh, 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 batters. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but don't forget. I mean, we'll take it, of course. You took, you took a power outfielder and you moved him to the second base, and second base isn't known for. Power hitting. So true. Don't forget Aaron's future tattoo. He's still he's still there too. Yeah, he's off in a bang start, right? Yeah. So uh, the C is already prepared for Chris. It's it's getting there. The it's tattoo there. gun is is getting <laughs> like charged up right now. So I, I didn't see any changes to the 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 extra man kind of uh, rule. Oh, the taxi squad. Yeah. So that's not a thing I, I, right, I don't, right now. I, I don't think they they're canceling it. Um, I'm still looking through. Oh, so okay. it is a thing. Yeah. Still still, a thing. Okay. No. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I mean, they should it keep they should keep it because there's so many games in a regular season, anyways. And one of the complaints is that like, there is so many games. Yep. 
make it so it's an option. It's a lot easier to switch people in and out so that you can rest them. So I, I like that. Yeah. Yes, I definitely like that. I All think right. they should have had that years ago. But yeah. Yeah. Well. All right. So Vargas. Vargas. Hopefully I mean, you make it, bro. Hopefully yeah. you stay a Dodger because you're homegrown talent, and he is a good hitter. Let's. He still has options. So. I'd like to see him yeah. make some make some noise this spring. I mean, this is only game three, so let's see what happens. Yeah, it would be good because yeah, if like what we talked about is the outfield. I mean, if there's a doubt of any position right now, it's you know it's right field and it's left field, and in the infield. <clears throat> You know, obviously shortstop with Lux, but then uh, Max Muncy's only got like a two-year, right? He's a two-year, $24 million deal. Correct. Yeah. But everybody else, he got locked in pretty much for a while. So Yeah, Freeman's there another like three or four years. Mookie, like seven or eight, eight more years. Yeah. yeah, something like so. that. But then you also got Will Smith, who's also still an uh, arbitration rookie. So He is, yeah. right. And there's talk about signing him here. Just get it done this year to that way to solidify it. I think you with know what I mean? this this year, this I mean, if, let's do. jump to Will Smith really fast. Sure. I think we covered enough in Vargas. I think yeah. this is going to be the deciding factor in Will Smith and what they're going to do with him. Because like we talked about in one of the other episodes, you can't rest him really anymore because you're not going to put him on DH. You got Otani. You're not going to... Yep. Before you had J.D. Martinez, you had Max Muncy, had and you had... Uh, yep. Will Smith, just kind of like floating. Those are the three people that floated. I mean, obviously your primary was was uh, JD Martinez, but JD Martinez is known for he's injury prone. So you had these yep. options to oh, you always wanted to rest him, or he was on the IL. So you were able you were able to shift uh, Will Smith into that role, into that position. Correct. He's gonna be having, he's gonna have to play a lot more catcher this season, and so you're gonna see he how is. long he can actually last. And if your option behind you is Barnes, that's not a viable. Offensive option to have. Now, granted, now you you have no. the offense that you can maybe live without Will Smith for some games and stuff like that because he's going to he, need time off. Let's face it, because yeah. knees in general, you're crouching like that for yeah, you know, a total of an hour and a half to two hours pitch time, you know, and then you know you're you're, you're batting. Yeah. What if you have to run the bases? What if he gets two doubles? He's got to, you know, he's got to run the bases, and so I mean. But this is like the second. This was like the second or third season in a row where Will Smith started off pretty hot, and then halfway through, after the All Star break and everything, he started fading away. Because he did. I mean, correct me. Well, if he I'm got wrong. hurt too. He had that concussion, and I think like yeah, that was two weird. or three weeks into the season last year. So that that derailed him. He only ended up hitting nineteen home runs, and as we know, he's typically 24, 25, 26, You know, is um, he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Oh, tw- yeah. Tw- twenty four and twenty two, and. Uh, 25 and 21. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a hard position to kind of stay fresh and yeah. especially now with a lot of performance enhancing out of the game. Right. You know, the days of Mike Piazza and Pudge Rodriguez hitting <laughs> from from from, you know, May to August is is gone for a catcher. It's hard. It is. It, there's a lot of wear and tear at the position. Yep. Yeah. And, and, we don't, and they don't have time to 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 do get all the analytics like um, the other positions because they have to work on the pitching staff. That's right. You know, before they the game, they gotta watch film. They, they gotta get yeah, they gotta pitching do, they, they gotta focus on that. Uh, yep. and, and they get a few minutes compared, you know, for scouting push for hitting yeah. compared to position players. So Correct. it's a very tough position to hit for. To it's hit a, it's a very um, fulfilling position at the same time because you're always around what pitches being thrown. First off. And, you know, guys trying to steal. you you, you got so much going on in your head. The catcher's got to be one of the smartest, if not the smartest guy on the yeah, field. Yeah, a lot of them become managers. He's like the quarterback. Yeah, yeah a lot of them become yeah. managers. And yep. a lot of, you know, very successful World Series teams have had great 
or solid hitting ca- catchers. Absolutely. And it's such an advantage that the Dodgers have a guy like that. Yeah. Too bad we don't have a backup like that. But, <laughs> you know, I think they're there. They're in the minors. It's just not in Well, that's where I think that, that this year is going to dictate what's going to happen with Will Smith because they don't bring those other young guys up because either A, they're using them for trade pieces, or B, they're trying to get them ready to take over for Will Smith. And right. then if you're... If they're bringing him in in a backup role and Will Smith is still going to pitch three out of four games, that's not a lot of experience for the backup catcher to have. Well, so, right. And the thing is, too, as far as, like, we know that Barnes is pretty much only there. I mean, of course they're going to say he's a great teammate and blah, 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 blah. And you know what? He they, probably is. But like he's there mostly just because of Kershaw. Kershaw's not even going to be ready for another five months at least. <laughs> so in the meantime... Do we have to use Barnes? Can we bring up one of these AAA guys? I don't think Barnes has an option to put him down. So that's probably one of the reasons why. So he's he's out of options. I know what you're saying. I don't know if I. I mean, I really don't know how that whole thing works. But I mean, it's he has to. I know we jumped. He wasn't one of the topics. But Will Smith throughout the season. I mean, like every other player, to be honest with you, definitely something to watch. It's 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 someone to watch because I think this season is definitely going to dictate how long he's going to be a Dodger. Correct. And. And you always think with some of these players, I mean, we've gone through th- through so many years, like with certain players you feel like are going to be franchise players or players are going to be with the franchise, you know, for their whole career, whether they're the face of it or not. Well, we've seen it happen time and time again. I mean, Kemp, I was shocked when they got rid of him. Yep. Obviously, we saw it uh, recently with, you know, Corey Seager, Corey Seager Bellinger, Bellinger, Jock Peterson, Jock maybe. Peterson. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. We could put him in that count in that conversation. Yeah. So now, I mean, Will Smith is next up there. I mean, uh, we can go even go back with Russell Martin. I was shocked they got rid of Russell Martin. Loved Russell Martin, right? Um, James Loney. James Loney. Well, James Loney never had the power that they everybody thought he was going to have, and so no. that kind of made. He was sense always a him. contact hitter. He was more of a throwback hitter. Yeah, but I mean, it, that we're at that point now where the next person on that list is Will Smith, and so we're going to see yeah. this year. This year's going to dictate whether he's going to be a Dodger for another five, six years, or if they're going to basically. Time to move on, bring in a young stud up, and right. see what happens. And he's only, I'm going to, I mean, I came up in 2019. He came up. He's 28. He had like three walk-offs. He's 28? 28. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's basically gonna be, starting in the prime of his career right he's now. He's going to be 29 on March 28th. Oh. See, no, that's. Okay. Catcher, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the. A lot of miles on those legs in five years. Yeah. But you know what? If he's putting up the offensive stats as he normally does and always has, Here's something. He's top two or three catcher offensively every year. I mean, so we here's something. Not eligible for free agency until 2026. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. They here's, have control. Here's Love something, it. though. Team really control, two more years. And then I think we should end this episode. Here's something to think about. I think so. So now it seems like there's almost almost an entirely new pitching rotation that's going in there at the moment. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I think – there's two things that, that uh, Will Smith has kind of been paid in bad as, as a catcher. His framing – but then also he hasn't been able to throw out a lot of runners. And I think he hasn't been able to throw out a lot of runners is because that the Dodgers are terrible at holding, holding runners. The pitchers have been terrible at holding yes. them on. So it'd be interesting. Now. I don't know what Yamamoto's stats are on that. I don't know what Glassnow stats are on that. But or even Paxson. Mm-hmm. I would love to see if those guys are known for holding runners close and see if it'd be great if because Will Smith does not have a noodle arm like Barnes. Will Smith can throw a He's line a drive to arm. second base. Absolutely. And it seems like his pop up is pretty decent. Yep, so it is. if somebody can hold these runners a little bit close to their bag, it'd be nice to see him catch a couple more uh, you know, runners trying to steal second base because yep. stealing is up since last year, it obviously is. because of the new rule and everything. All around like the that. league. So yep. 
it'd be great if he can get some people. Yeah, I mean, we obviously want to limit guys in scoring position. So yeah. I know you can only throw over to first so many times. Three I forget time. the uh, it's three. three times. Well, you can step off three times. You can step off, if but you don't only the throw th- over twice. Yeah. Well, times? you could th- no, you could throw three times, but if you don't okay. get them the third time, it's an automatic. It's base. It's an automatic base. Yeah. So if right. you step off or you throw, and you, okay and you, with you don't get anyways. them, they get to get the base. I love. I, I mean, I like that rule. And the bases are larger the too. So I do like, and the bases are larger. Yeah. I was always not a fan of. Let's throw over to first base fourteen times in a row. Oh, that's what slowed down the game. A lot of it. Yeah, so I get it. Also, like three minute, uh, you know, three minutes till you know, Kenley Jensen would throw a pitch or uh, maybe Pedro Baez. It'd be like a minute and a half, dude. What about He'd just you? sit there and hold? What about your boy? Uh, and there's nobody on base, but it looks like he's like still looking at second base. It's like, come on, man. No, what about your boy? Um, what's his name? Who uh, the pouty face? Um, crap. What's his Ooh, name? Kimbrel. No, not Kimbrel. Oh no, Kimbrel did the. No, yeah. no, no, Pouty Face. Uh, Pouty you, Face. You love him. He was from about? Boston. He's on. He's he's one of the relievers. Shit. What's his name? Oh, Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly. Yeah. Joe Kelly would take forever to throw yeah, a baseball he would. in the playoffs. Man, he'd sit there and hold. He. That's a mental thing with him. I know it is. That's why yeah, pitchers doesn't do that. Have that option anymore. All right. I think it's time to wrap this up. Uh, it's a good forty minutes of good content. Forty minutes already. Yeah, wow. Forty All minutes right, already. Guys. I love it. Uh, thank you everybody for uh, you know. If you watch this long, you might actually like what you, uh, or if you've watched or listened this long, you might actually like what you're hearing. Yes. Um, go check out our Patreon page. Uh, your support means that we can do more episodes like this. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, or if you don't like what you're hearing, send us a message, let us know your thoughts, and then hopefully that'll, you know, make us better whatever we are. Just remember, we are a fan podcast, ultimate fan podcast. So That's we're right. just giving our theories, our, you know, for what we see and what we hope that the Dodgers will be. And always will be. We love the Dodgers. We hope you do too. Follow, subscribe, smash the like button, all that good stuff. Thank you very much, guys. Smash the like button. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll catch you next time.